Is this wolf another Richard Jewell? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The True Story of the Three Little Pigs, by A. Wolf, as told to John Siska, illustrated by Lane Smith, published by Viking, a division of Penguin Books USA, Inc. The true story of the three little pigs is, you guessed it, the tale of the three little pigs told through the wolf's eyes, and what happened that day when he went to the pig's three different houses. Does the wolf's explanation of the events hold up? We'll find out. I believe it's only proper to tell the listeners the wolf's full name. It was Alexander T. Wolf. He opens explaining to the reader what wolves like to eat, which is bunnies, sheep, and of course, pigs. He tells the reader he was labeled and targeted by the media as the big bad wolf, but really he had a cold and was looking for a cup of sugar. We have been seeing a lot of this lately from the media, and it would be sad if this were the case. The day of the incident, he was making a cake for his grandmother's birthday, when he realized he ran out of sugar, so he decided to go knock on his neighbor's house. This was the first pig, and his house was ignorantly made out of straw. It's like people who live in mobile homes in Tornado Alley. What do you expect is going to happen? You're playing with fire. The wolf knocked on the door, but no one answered. As he was doing this, his cold flared up, causing him to sneeze, blowing the house over, which was bound to happen. I have no sympathy. I'm surprised the house lasted as long as it did. Well, what does the wolf find? But a dead pig. Who knows when he died? Did he die out of fear just then, from the sneeze? Or was it a month ago? We will never know. But the wolf ate him. Which is disgusting, for the reason I was just talking about. Hopefully he had a strong stomach. Should the wolf have reported this to the proper authorities? Yes. Was it kind of heartless to just go ahead and eat the carcass? Maybe. It was a pig. And is that what wolves eat? Yes. So who am I to judge? The wolf still needed his cup of sugar, so he went on to the next pig neighbor's house, which as you know was made of sticks. So no discrepancies between his story and theirs. The wolf knocks again. This time he gets a rude response from the pig telling him to go away and that he's shaving. Well, what happens next? But the wolf's cold flares up again and he sneezes, blowing this house down too. Either he has one strong sneeze or these pigs should not be in the architect business. I'm going to say it's both. The wolf then finds another pig dead. I don't know if this is good luck or bad luck for him, considering his neighbor was so rude. I'm leaning towards good luck. How did this pig die? The pig must have cut himself with the razor while shaving. You can bleed out pretty fast. Well, this dumb wolf eats another pig. How does he have room after the last one? He's packing on the calories. And again, he should have asked or told the authorities before eating. Still sugarless, he goes to the last pig's house. This time it was made of bricks. He knocks on the door and sneezes again. But he gets no, God bless you. 
He only receives another rude response from the pig saying, quote, And your granny can sit on a pen. Why am I not shocked? Well, the wolf doesn't react too kindly to this and loses his temper and creates a huge scene. The police even show up. The two of these guys were in the wrong and should have just walked away instead of making a scene like a bunch of hillbillies at an NFL tailgate. It looked like an episode of Cops or Dog the Bounty Hunter. The wolf gets arrested and the media, not liking the true series of events, fabricates the story to make the wolf seem worse than he was and labels him the Big Bad Wolf. And the wolf states, I quote, The real story. I was framed. Was the wolf Richard Jewell and completely framed? No. His eating dead pigs and acting a foo at the third house cost him. But should he be locked up for double murder? Absolutely not. The biggest loser in this whole story was Granny, who can't see her grandson. And the story ends with him begging for sugar from his jail cell. These pigs should shoulder most of the blame, with their rudeness and their horrible lazy construction of their houses, which most likely caused their deaths. In fact, they are lucky they died because if the wolf got injured on their property from their poor construction, he would have been able to sue. John Siska was superb at portraying the old tale of the three little pigs through the eyes of the wolf. With keen wit, it sparks the reader's curiosity as to what really happened in the tale. And it certainly makes you wonder how big of a role did the media play in exploiting this incident. Lane Smith did beautiful work with his illustrations, making it feel like an old documentary. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 4.7. I'll have the full bird, and I'll be going back for most of the trimmings. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.